Hey, this is Ted Nugent. Hi, this is Jay Leno. Hi, everybody. This is David Hobbs. Hi, this is Bob Varshaw. Hi, I'm Barry McGuire. Hey, this is Danny the Count Coker. Hey, this is comedian, author, and most importantly, vintage race car driver, Adam Carolla. Hi, this is Shirley Cha-Cha Muldowney. Hi, this is Robert Yates. Hey, this is Lou Santiago. I'm John Forrest. Hey, this is Jack Roush. Hello, Florida. I'm Ken Squire. Hi, this is Etzel Ford. Hi, I'm Corky Coker. Hey, this is Dennis Gage. Hi, this is Sam Amolo. Hi, this is Janet Guthrie. Hi, I'm Bruce Cohn. Hi, I'm Bob Lutz. Hi, this is Dave McClellan. Hey, this is Tammy Edelbrock. Hi, this is Norm Kravowski. Hey, I'm Dave Despain. Hey, this is Wayne Carini. This is Bill Warner. Hey, I'm Steve Bignanti. This is Kevin Bird. This is Arlen Ness. This is Ed Justice Jr. Hi, I'm Casey Jones. Hi, I'm Paul Kelly. I'm Richard Hutchins. Hi, this is Danny Sullivan. Hi, I'm Bob Bondron. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Strange. This is Daryl Starbird. Hi, this is Ford Hickok. Hi, this is Ed Skandarian here. This is Robin Miller. Hey, sports fans, this is Peter Brock here. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make their bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, Country Gourmet, and even Short Order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to our front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink.
right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing man, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour, a three-hour tour. started getting rough, the tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, the minnow would be lost. The minnow would be lost. The ship's aground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle, with Gilligan, the skipper too. A millionaire and his wife, the movie star, the professor and Mary Peabody and Sherman here. Set the Wayback Machine. We entered the way back and were immediately hurtled back through time and space. Yo, maniacs, Hulk Hogan here, the greatest of all times, and I want to let you know you're listening to nostalgic radio and cars and what you're going to do when they run wild on you, brother. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Thank you, Mr. Hulk Hogan. Run your computers in Google Tantalk1340.com, and you can hear us live here in the studio. Be sure and check out our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com. If you missed any of our past shows, you can find them located on our podcast, which is located on our website, GolfstreamMotorsports.com, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure and check out our Facebook pages, Golfstream Motorsports and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And we've got a special, special show for you guys this evening. Yes, we have a super boat party show tonight we have some some of the race teams are coming on chris how you doing tonight i'm doing good i'd like for you to continue to say super boat party show super boat party show yeah i think what, did i, I, need, say, did I, I think, trip over it no it sounded great i think i would like you to say it five more times throughout this next hour <laughs> super boat party, party show, show. Super boat party show. <laughs> let's yeah. do it well, as you guys typically who tune into our show know, we generally are on Tuesday nights. But I was trying to round up all these guys to get them on the show, and we had a little scheduling conflict because some of the guys are still testing, some of the guys are en route, so on and so on and so on. So I just wanted to let you know that we decided to try the show a little earlier, or the next day rather, when I had everybody on so I could bring a really great show to my listeners out there. But we were supposed to be here at 7 o'clock, and guess what? I was trapped in traffic coming back from Sarasota. So we decided to do it tonight at 8 o'clock, and I think we've got everybody on board, as they say. Chris, was that a guest calling in? Yeah, we've got Nigel. Nigel's on the phone. Nigel's, right. Nigel's rip-roaring ready to go. Well, you know what? Since he's on the phone, he just landed in Tampa. So let's go ahead and introduce... Well, I'll introduce Nigel. He's on, on the hold, right? Yeah, he's Super. Here. All right, well, Nigel runs a really really cool boat now i'm a big deep v fan okay a lot of the boats that are out there running are cats because cats are generally we're not talking ge- deep v like the t-shirt like with your chest hair hanging out right no 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 no, no. we're talking boats now right, we're talking right. boats boats <laughs> boats boats not, boats not floats you know the things that are <laughs> underneath those t-shirts we're talking boats okay so at any rate uh it's a family show oops shame on me uh, 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 uh i'm on a boat we're on a boat but anyway so uh nigel has got this really really cool boat that he runs in super unlimited class and i've always admired 
this boat. And it's basically, it's called a silver hook. And I believe he builds the boat himself. And he runs it under the Lucas Oil livery. That's the term we use in, in cars. I guess you use it the same. But anyway, I want to welcome to the show this evening, Nigel Hook. And he's the pilot of the, the number 77 Lucas Oil silver hook. Nigel, are you there? I am, yes. Uh, good evening. Great to uh, speak to you. Super, super. Well, after all these years, we finally got you live on the radio show. How you doing? Good, thanks. Just walking through the Tampa Airport right now. We just got off the plane. You did? So how was your flight from uh, San Diego? San Diego, you know, it was uh, uninteresting, which is the best way, right? I know. Well, the flight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good. So are you all excited about this weekend? You know, it's going to be a great weekend, yes. Yeah, it's uh, the national finals, and uh, I think we're going to have some great competition uh, in, in clear water. And it's just a beautiful setting. You know, it's, it's a fun parties there, and it's going to be a, just a terrific weekend. I'm looking forward to it very, very much. Well, give us a little background information on you, on yourself, and then tell us a little bit about your boat. Well, you know, it's, it's we're really combined. I've been uh, three or four decades now racing these type of boats, and uh, many countries, 25 countries actually race them in. And after racing everyone's, uh, everyone else's boat, you know, from fountains to scarabs to cigarettes to, I mean, you name it, it we, we got a chance, uh, I was very fortunate, got a chance to a great friend of mine, Michael Silverberg, four years ago, to design this boat and, and build it. And so it's, uh, it's one of a kind. And frankly, we're hopefully it's not going to be one of a kind for very much longer because we're selling them. We have a pleasures version, which is a five-seater. So we're proving the, the brand out, we're proving the design out on the racetrack, and, um, you know, this, this year has been a, a very tough year because, of course, we're running against uh, cats and we've got a lot more horsepower than us. And in the flat water courses this year, they've been uh, quite a bit faster. But, uh, you know, reliability pays and persistence, and we're coming into this race uh, high on points. So um, that's a bit about the boat, and really that's uh, a lot about me as well because it's been a, it's been a, um, a lifelong dream to get to this point where Tell- we've got our own boat and it's got my name on the end of it. Well, that's 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 even more exciting. That makes it that's like your own brand, you know, Nigel Hook, Silver Hook, you know. Well, Nigel, tell us a little bit about your background. Where are you from? How did you get involved in boats as opposed to cars or motorcycles or something else involved with uh, or motorsports related? Well, I grew up in the in the sport of paddle racing. It actually originated a long time ago in the early 1900s from uh, England, and my family, my uncle, actually, my my. My uncle Roger, Roger Hook, was he used to design, build, and race powerboats in England, and so that's where I was from. I, I spent a lot of time growing up with him, and as soon as I turned eighteen, old enough to go racing, he put me in a boat, and we, uh, I was really uh, hooked on the sport. So it's, it's been the only thing I raced, to be honest. It's, it's always been about boats, whether it be on the ocean or rivers. We raced down in Venezuela. On, a, on a, the Orinoco River down there, but mainly in the ocean. That's the, that's the type of racing I like. What, um, what are some of the... Give us a little story about one of the hairiest moments when you first got into racing, to kind of, and then give us, you know, like over time, how now that you're a seasoned boat racer, the mistakes that you avoided back, you avoid today that you would have made back then. <laughs> that's a great question. You know, probably some of the most exciting racing uh, was back in the day 20 years ago in the A-class with single-engine out, single-engine monohulls. And it was often 20-plus boats in the class. And so there, there wasn't room for any, any, any error at all. These boats were evenly matched and, you know, certainly deck-to-deck racing. And it was, it was uh, a lot of, lot of excitement uh, in behind the wheel and the throttles in those, in those days. And even though we're going a whole lot faster now, you know, 100, 100 miles an hour, maybe faster, 
it's um it's not uh it's it's different at the high speeds right you don't have a boat quite as close to each other at, at uh all all parts around the course and so you know one of the things that i guess i have learned over over the years is is that you know you you really have to think beyond each corner you know you, you can't live and die in, in the start of a race or in each corner you gotta think through the, the whole race it's an endurance race in most cases and what are you going to do to ensure that you take, check a flag? And sometimes patience is a virtue. And, um, you know, it, and I think, again, this season has been a, a good reflection of that. And we're certainly uh, way off the speed uh, in this class. But we're, we're uh, top on point. So it's uh, reliability counts. And, and, you know, it's really um, music to the ears of our sponsor, Lucas Oil, because it's all about um, extending the life of engines and, and motor cars and all sorts of vehicles. Uh, with their with their very special lubricants that um, don't need changing as often and just extend the life of components. So uh, we're running 2008 Mercury 1075 engines. So, you know, what, what's that make it? It's uh, about eight seasons, seven or eight seasons, these engines have been around. And, um, you know, it, it's they've been very reliable this year. We've not had a, a problem with them at all. Touch wood. <laughs> now, on your boat... Okay, now, like in the Superboat class, they basically have sealed engines. In the Superboat Unlimited, what can you do to your motors? Well, you can do anything, really. They're, the limitations are uh, very few. I mean, you're not allowed more speed transmissions. There's a, a maximum length on the boats of 50 feet. Uh, allows cats and B bottoms. And, you know, this year, we just not had the, the racetrack or the weather conditions to really give the monoholes a chance. But, you know, in the past, there's been races where the monohulls have, have uh, you know, uh, held their own against the cats. And certainly, I think you see fewer accidents in, in the uh, monohulls compared to the cats as well. So from a from improving the high-performance uh, vehicle on a racetrack, I think it translates really well to, to the consumer section because you've got a fast boat, which is uh, predictable and safe and can handle the big water. So it's uh, all around a, a good... Um, you know, a good uh, option. Your boat is, uh, I mean, you know, in the old days when, you know, because Don Arano kind of pioneered, you know, the Donzi Magnum cigarette thing, and then there was this term, kind of a lay term, it was called a needle boat. But, you know, when you, when, if, you, if you were to use the term needle boat, your boat actually best describes <laughs> it because it's really lean, it's extremely narrow. I mean, tell us a little bit about how that design came to fruition. Well, the design of the boat, uh, the, the architecture of the boat, that is the um, engineering of it, was done by Occi Manafeld, who uh, is very famous for the bat boats. And so you look at the you look at the design at the bottom of the boat, and it, it's uh, definitely got. You can see it's uh, you know it's Swedish heritage with with Occi's boats in the past, with its four strengths on either side. And so his boats have always been naturally very well run running. And and it's, when he designs a boat, it's a formula, it's a mathematical formula as opposed to a lot of builders that, you know, try extending this, you know, changing this, for example. His boats are all all uh, mathematically designed. And then with this boat, after we've done a model, you know, John Koska from Mystic helps us out a lot. We've got the Mystic-style canopy on the deck. But what we did, which is really, I think, unique, I don't think there's any other boat out there that has gone through this, we had the, we had the ability to put it in the McLaren Formula 1 wind tunnel. So I, I, I was friends with the head of the uh, aerodynamics of McLaren Formula One, and he was able to take our computer model, run it through their, their computational fluid dynamic 
uh, software and come out with this flow, airflow, um, on the top of the boat and underneath the hull. And so we could optimize it to, to make it as efficient as possible. And so once we had, once we had actually optimized the model, that's when we, uh, we took it to the mill, we, we made the uh, plug, we made the molds, and this boat came out of it. So, so it's not just a boat which has kind of evolved over time. It's a clean sheet of paper, I say a clean software program. <laughs> and then, and then we, it's actually only two inches narrower than a 47 fountain or a 42 fountain. It's just because it's so curved, it has that illusion of being uh, very streamlined. And that gives not only the aerodynamics efficiency, it also gives strength. If you have a flat surface, it's not as strong as, as, a, as a curved surface. And so both the deck and the sides, they're all curved. And it's much like one of the things that Oki Manifelt uh, really um, uh, spends a lot of time on is biomimicry. And so, uh, you know, if you look at a, a fish, you don't have any flat surfaces on a fish. And so these curved surfaces are very dominant in, in the not only the, the sides and the top, but even on the, the strakes on the bottom, they have this curved surface. I think it's a very efficient boat. We're looking forward to getting in a in a, a class, um, you know, down the road. I think where we have uh, very similar engines to other monohulls, where we can actually show its efficiency. And efficiency, efficiency translates into speed, uh, into into safety of handling, and also into fuel consumption. One of the things we're very big on is, is looking at how we can use uh, non-fossil fuels in this boat. And so um, that's some of the programs that got in shape for next year and the year after. It's very exciting to, you know, the sport of powerboat racing allows this type of flexibility. In motor racing, you're very much constrained by the rules, and, and uh, we don't have this in, in powerboat racing. It's, uh, you know, it's a great frontier to showcase new technology. Well, I'm looking at the boat right now on the website, and you're talking about, you know, the, the, the radius edges. And in other words, typically on, a, on an offshore boat, you've got the deck, which is squared up, which is basically like a top and bottom. Your boat <laughs> looks like... Uh, just a, uh, it's shot right out of a mold, like it's extruded. And what's really cool, I had to. I, I, now I'm looking at it. I'm thinking you have a McLaren on waters, what you have basically, because the back end of the boat comes down, kind of like like a small, like a fuselage. You know, it's just really, really slick looking boat. I gotta, I gotta tell you, it's just gorgeous. It does. You know, Aki's son Ted Manifeld, he he was responsible for the upper surfaces of the boat, and he used to work for Jaguar in England. And you can see, I, I, I believe you can see, and I talked to him when he was designing this, one of my favorite cars is the E-Type Jag, the SKE. Mm-hmm. And uh, the car that is a Ferrari said is the most beautiful vehicle ever made. Yes. And you can see, if you look at the hunches of the boat on the back and where it does come back into the bustle, it's, uh, I think it's very reminiscent of the, of, the, of the Jaguar. All right, we'll call it an E-Type on water. There you go. McLaren. We'll get the best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. Well, super. Well, you're going to be uh, dragging that thing around on Friday for the parade, right? Yeah, you know, we're actually on Thursday before then. We're going to be in Clearwater, in Tampa, actually. We're going to one of our sponsors, part of the motor coach. Okay. Their uh, headquarters is right there. And Ken Robertson has been uh, awesome this year. We we bought one of the Parliament beautiful motor coaches, you know, based on the Prevo platform. Mm-hmm. Each one of the races, and so their headquarters are, are right there. So we're going to bring it by there on Thursday, okay, and show to their at one o'clock, show to their employees, and then uh, Friday we'll be in uh, actually Thursday afternoon, late Thursday afternoon, we'll be in the pit area, okay, and then we plan to do the parade on on Friday. We're going to do a lot of testing on Saturday as well. You'll see us out there on the water Saturday. Quite a lot because we've got um we've um, we've only we've got clear water and then Key West on these engines and we plan to change it next year so we're we feel pretty comfortable we can put a lot of time on the boat get some practice in 
We might actually have a couple of guest riders in the boat as well that have raced in other boats. But um, we may get a chance to show have a silver boat perform. Oh, you mean guest riders? You mean somebody could uh, like draw straws and ride with you in the boat? Well, you know, it, it's it's only if they're uh, only if they're a qualified driver. Oh, okay. But they have the racing experience and they filled out all of the medical forms and they registered with us to the boat. Then um, this year we've actually brought in two or three new drivers to the sport. You know, in Sarasota we had Shelley Jury, and Shelley is a is a British national champion. She's raced in for two decades in Europe, and uh, she drove uh, the boat with me in Sarasota, and uh, she's she's certainly one of the top five racers I've raced with, and it's kind of uh, unique to have a, a woman driver in the uh, top class. Super. So we had, um, this year, I brought back uh, a dear friend of mine, long-time friend, Jay Johnson, who I used to race with. We used to race together in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, we hadn't raced together in 10 years, and so this year, Jay's back in the boat, and, and uh, he, he wouldn't have known over 10 years had gone by. I mean, he's just got a gift for it, and so... Um, it's uh, it's been wonderful to have Jay back in the boat as well. So uh, and actually this year as well, uh, we've had his son Kevin. And uh, when Jay and I used to race together, Kevin was barely not even a teenager. So it's, it's great with, uh, with some training behind the wheel. We had him in the race. I think in Michigan City, and uh, he did really well. And then again, and he was in the boat in um, in Orange Beach, I think as well. So um, it's uh, a family affair in that point of view. Maybe the will be a fire and sun race one of these days and, and this race on sunday jay johnston will be actually at the wheel and um uh the two of us will be back together again wow well you're going to be out there what as you uh, the superboat races the unlimited class you guys run at what one o'clock on sunday i believe it's one o'clock yes okay all right well it's nigel two o'clock, two o'clock i'm getting a notice here two o'clock <laughs> two o'clock on sunday yes okay well, Nigel, I want to thank you very much for taking a few minutes to hang out with us here at Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We're definitely going to get you on again sometime. In the, in the meantime, the best of luck to you, your team. Thank you. Uh, you got a stunning boat. Hey, listeners out there, keep an eye on the Lucas Oil Silver Hook. Just, that's just an amazing boat. It really is truly a unique-looking boat. I mean, it's just like, you know what? It's funny because the tip of your boat, is it orange? Because it looks, reminds me of an old candy corn. Remember those? <laughs> you know, that was the first race of this boat in 2011 when we first built it. it was actually in Europe. We had a, a race in Malta and then one in in um, Syracuse in Sicily. Then we shipped it back for the World Championships in 2011 here, and it's been racing in this country ever since. But it it, um, it uh, got its teeth cut in Europe and the Mediterranean seas, which are really really rough. The first race was uh, nine footers, and wow. so. Uh, yeah, it's seen, it's seen a lot of different water over the last, uh, this is its fourth season now. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a beautiful boat. I really appreciate the, uh, the commentary on that and i uh, love to show it to anyone that comes up. Down in Clearwater, it's my favorite subject. love talking about it. And I really appreciate the time this evening to be on your show. Okay, well, I'm going to thank you very much. And we'll definitely have you on again sometime. In the meantime, you take care. I know you got to get to your hotel. You're tired. It's been a long day. Uh, listeners, don't forget, keep an eye on that Lucas Oil. And one of these days, we'll have to get you on. We'll have you talking about MAV TV a little bit because that was uh, Lucas Oil. They got uh, they got a, like a TV thing where a lot of uh, hot rod shows are on there, right? Nigel? That's just growing a TV station, I think, uh, in America. It's focused on motorsports and it's growing like crazy. We have a success of Lucas Oil, which has not been around more than about 20 years. It's grown so fast. It has now been that, that same sort of inspirations, uh, you can see the growth and the, the effect on MAF-TV, especially now Speed Channel's gone away. It's, uh, 
a lot of new technology is going to be brought into that network and, and the shows, and we're even talking about some animation-type um, uh, effects like you saw on America's Cup. Uh-huh. You see, like, on ball tracking and, oh, really? uh, and golf tournaments. So, yeah, they're going to have a loose technology they're going to be infusing in. So you can bring the action of motor racing, whether it be in a car or a boat or a plane or wherever, you know, into the uh, into the home so people can really enjoy that. Well, that's looks, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like something that's really Mad cool. TV, check it out. Ask for it on your network. Okay. All right, Nigel, you take care, and we'll see you uh, Friday. Right, look forward to it. Thank you very much. Okay, take care. Hey, uh, Chris, what do we got on the turntable? Anything cool? Uh, we've always got something cool. Retro. Now, here's a song that I actually like. I was a big Grassroots fan back in the 70s, and uh, actually they were doing some pretty cool music back in the 60s, and I think the song we got right now that you got queued up, spinning around and around, I mean, this is kind of like quasi-psychedelic rock, I mean, real 60s, and it's called Feelings by the Grassroots. Hey, you're turning to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't go away. We have a Superboat, what, what was it called? Clearwater Superboat Party, right? Did I say Super, right? oh no, how did I, I forget? Uh, uh, Superboat Race. Superboat Race Party, Superboat Race Party, <laughs> Superboat Race Party. <laughs> hey, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, don't go away. We'll be right back. Very close to me, close to me. Very close to me now For me to tell you now At a time like this My feelings can't be helped That's the way it is, the way it is uh, Oh, it's the way it is now How sad a man can be Oh girl, can't you see that it's me Can't you see it's me now
This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks, free delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo, or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'd like to tell you about Naughty Nancy. No, this isn't a story about a bad girl. This is a truth about a great place to eat and hang out. Naughty Nancy's Food Shack, located at 700 Eldridge Street in the downtown Clearwater area, is a quaint little place nestled under some huge oak trees serving great food and drink and a wonderful, friendly atmosphere. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. They have 10 daily specials as well as many different styles of cooking from Cajun, New England, country, gourmet, and even short order, prepared just the way you want it. So check out this groovy little dew drop in right on the trail. So jog up to our front door, ride up on your bicycle, drive up in your car, or pull up on your motorcycle, and visit my friend Nancy and place your order. That's Naughty Nancy's, 727-446-3717. Hey, mention Nostalgic Radio and Cars and you might get a free drink. Hey guys, this is Courtney Hansen from Spike TV and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Look at me, straight floating on a boat on the deep blue sea. Busting by night, wind whipping out my coat. You can't stop me, because I'm on a boat. Picture trick. Okay, we're back to tune into nostalgic radio rap and cars. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm on a boat. <laughs> You're on a boat. All right, that's pretty good. I like that. What was it? That was a play on something on Saturday Night Live or something? It, yeah, it's a, uh, the movie Step Brothers. Yeah. It's a parody. Uh, there's a scene in the movie Step Brothers where okay. um, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell are on a boat, and they do this big song in the movie. And then... Uh, <laughs> Andy Samberg and T Pain got together and did, it's did really it? funny. If you hear the whole thing, it's really <laughs> funny. Well, we're going to be on a boat this weekend sometime. <laughs> we're going to be riding on the Geico boat with our flippy floppies. With our flippy floppies, absolutely. <laughs> 
Well, you know, you know, last week when I was telling you, uh, I uh, we were talking a little bit about the Sunshine Scareway Bridge. Well, today, this morning, I had to run down. Did you just call it the Sunshine Scareway? Yeah, Sunshine Scareway <laughs> Bridge. Of course. Uh, jo- what's his name out there? Jordan. Jordan. He. I'm sure he just drove over it. <laughs> he did himself because he came. He's up not. A, he's not a fraidy cat like you, though. <laughs> I'm a scaredy cat. But anyway, um, he's not afraid of the dark. He's here past ten o'clock. <laughs> but anyway, so I had to go down this morning and I had to do a pre-purchase inspection, PPI on a '67 Camaro for a customer. Okay, and had to check the car out and and there's a good example of why you need to call me at Gulfstream Motorsports is to do an inspection on the car because here's a guy from Italy that's looking to buy a car that he saw on the internet the car was not a bad car it drove nice but it was not as it was represented okay so I will leave it at that it had some issues not a bad car nothing that you couldn't straighten out but it was slightly misrepresented and that's one of the things you got to worry about when you're buying something on uh, online or sight unseen it pays to hire a professional to go physically inspect your car but anyway while i was down there i stopped by our good friend slick over slick's garage obviously uh if you tune in our show the last couple of weeks we had uh, slick on our show and we had dennis pitsenberger on our show from the new tv show uh, highway to sell but then I was in a hurry to get back. Well, there was nothing but rainstorms and accidents and stuff like that. So here I had to go buzzing across the Sunshine Scareway Bridge. And I'm just not a fan of that bridge because the only thing that was going through my mind is, you know, how long is that one going to stay up in the air? You know, and then, of course, you talked about they're thinking about tearing it down and building a bigger, bigger, higher one. That's really going to make my day when I have to drive across the Scareway Bridge. What is it? What? What is it about bridges in general? Because it's not just the Skyway. You, we talked. I think you talked about it last week or the week before. The Golden Gate freaked you out. Yeah. Well, you know, what bridges it is? in general. What well, is it? Because I think what it is is the, the fear of being trapped in the car if the car goes over. You know, I've seen that in movies. Can I've you do a tunnel? Story. What if you were in a tunnel? A tunnel is okay. I can deal with a tunnel. You know, but I want to get out of it quick. Because I don't like, as long as I can see light at the other end. What if you can't? Then I'm nervous. What if you're in a train and you go through a tunnel? I've, I've been on that many times. It's, well, it's, it's pretty, and it's, it's hard to explain. It's a psychological thing. <laughs> you know, call it OCD. Is it, is it like, know, it's almost like you're claustrophobic. But only, uh, it's, a, it's a cross between being claustrophobic and afraid of heights. And drowning. <laughs> well, and drowning. <laughs> Suffocation. You know, no one likes to drown. <laughs> no, 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 no. There we go. Hey, the other day, um, uh, we got our guests on the line? Nope, we nope. don't have them. All right, we let's might have try, them here in a minute. All right, let's try to get, uh, there's a couple of guys on the line. We're trying to get uh, We're trying to get Team Geico on, and we're trying to get uh, Team Warpaint, and maybe Team WHM. I don't know. These are guys that I see every year. they got great boats. They all run in an assortment of classes, or Superboat, Superboat Extreme, and Superboat Unlimited. And uh, so I kind of want to get these guys on a show and get uh, some updates from my listeners. But anyway... Um, as you guys know, too, that we talk about cars because this is a car show. One of the things that we used to do when we were kids in the 60s, and if you caught the beginning of the show, I played a little clip from the TV show Flipper, and there's a pun there, but I'm going to let you guys figure it out because we had the little fish with the little uh, tail flipping around, floating around there on Clearwater Beach or Island Estates, rather. And then, of course, uh, the <laughs> Gilligan's Island, you know, <laughs> and uh, I played that little theme song from that. But anyway, that's, uh, you know, stuff we grew up with. But while I was a little young back in the day, and I used to watch these TV shows, I used to build models. Well, the other day I was buzzing down Golf to Bay, and there's a place there that, I, you know, I drive by a hundred times. I just never really paid any attention to it. And I saw the sign just caught my attention. It's called the Hobby Center. So uh, if you guys are into building models, RC cars or anything like that, give the Hobby Center a shout over there. And the number is 727-461-2233. That's 727-461-2233. And, you know, there's a resurgence of model car building or model plane building or model 
toy building. Chris, you making fun of me or is somebody breathing heavy on the line? <laughs> I'm making fun. I'm both. I'm, it's just a little bit of everything. All right, I mean, it's that whole flippy floppy flippy boat, fl- boat crazy thing. weekend boat show, whatever. What are you supposed to say five times tonight? I don't even S- remember. S- uh, Clearwater Superboat Party. Slippy slappy boat. Samsonite. I was way off. Samsonite? <laughs> That's if we're going to travel. Let's see. Superboat races. Superboat race party. Superboat Super race party. Super That's boat it. Race party. Lock That's it up. It. We hey, got a winner. We got a winner. Okay, but who do we have in the line? We got Scotty. Scotty. We got Scott. Hey, it's time to welcome my next guest, Scotty Begovitz, the throttle man for the Miss Geico boat. Scotty, how you doing? Hey, how are you guys? So, where you at? You still down south? You are in Clearwater yet? I'm still in Jupiter. I'll be leaving for Clearwater Friday morning at 8 a.m. All right. Well, you excited? Yeah, yeah. Clearwater is a great event. The fans over there are awesome. And uh, the people are educated fans, so we, we really love coming there. Well, bring us up to speed on the boat. Now, a couple of years ago, you guys had the baddest. Not that you don't still have the baddest. You had the coolest-looking boat, for sure, um, you know, cat out there, because it's the wild colors, that fluorescent green or whatever it is. But uh, you were running a turbine. Now you're running uh, big V8. So tell us a little bit about the motors and how's that, uh, that MTI working out for you. Well, still the crazy color, and the actual color is House of Color Chartreuse. Oh, okay. And, uh, We've got rid of the turbines, and now we're running the baddest piston power in the world. We're running Mercury 1650s with twin turbocharged motors, producing 1,650 horsepower apiece. And, uh, you know, we're, we're ready to run up against turbines, anything that comes our way. So how fast is this boat? This boat's still capable of over 200 miles an hour. Um, in the race setup, we set it up to accelerate uh, from 70 to 170 hopefully faster than any other boat on the planet. Okay, now the other boat that you had, the turbine, um, that got wounded pretty bad, right? And then you sold that boat and then got this other one. What was the other boat? It was a Mystic, other, wasn't it? The other boat was a 50-foot Mystic powered by Twin Lake Homing T-53 turbine out of a Chinook helicopter. And that boat got wounded so bad that I literally traded that boat for a giant folding chair, and I still have not got the folding chair. <laughs> Okay. So how are you doing in the points? Uh, right now, we're right up there. Um, Clearwater will, will be the uh, deciding factor. Um, Lucas Oil is, is, is a little bit ahead of us uh, because we did not attend an event in uh, Michigan City because we were just trying to get stuff ready. So, um, you know, if we were to attend in Michigan City, we'd be sitting in the copper seat. But right now, we're a little behind. Okay. Scott, you're breaking up a little bit. Are you uh, out uh, out of range, or where are, are you close to your phone? I'm just in my house on a cell phone, so it might be uh, might might be an issue. I'm the, you know I live out in the, in the middle of nowhere. I live out well, that's good. At least you got privacy. So uh, all right. So now the uh, boat that you got right now, this uh, MTI, is this is this the same size? Is this also a fifty footer? It's actually not an MTI. It's uh, the MTI has just been retired. Oh, and now we're running what's called a victory boat built in Dubai. It's a 50-foot carbon fiber boat uh, built by the Victory team in Dubai, so that's what we're running in now, a 50-foot victory. It's, it's built in Dubai? Yes. Really? Well, now, now the, the Sheikh is going to be running in uh, the Spirit of Qatar. Does he have the same type of boat? Uh, he, one of his boats is a Victory. Uh, the other boat is a Mystic. Oh, um, interesting. And you know what? They all look the same in our rear room there. 
<laughs> all righty. I like that one. They all look the same in the rearview mirror. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So uh, tell us, uh, any wild stories for this year? I mean, anything really crazy happened on some of the ro- the, the road courses, the the, the uh, water courses that you've been racing this year? I mean, any close well, calls? I'll tell you, the craziest things that happened to us the last couple of years have been at Clearwater. Uh, we spun out last year and we spun out the year before. So, you know, our whole goal going this year is to actually make it around the course all the time. If we can make it around the course the entire race without any incident, you know, we should be on top of the Wow, okay. Now, this oval course, you like this, though, don't you? I do. I, I'm not a huge fan of turning right. Clear water, we turn right. It just does not feel natural. But uh, we're going to suck it up, and we're going to do the best we can, and uh, hopefully we'll come out on top of everybody. So, uh, now, when, you, when you're out there running that boat uh, on the straightaway, what kind of average speeds are you running on the straightaway? Uh, in a race situation in clear water, if the water is like it's been the last couple of years, we'll hit about 170 miles an hour on the straightaway. We've ha- we have run over 200 miles an hour on our boat in testing, but in a race, you know, the, sh- the courses are short, so we need to get from 70 to 170 in less than 10 seconds. So we set the boat up to do that. Okay, so you're doing 70 when you make the turn then? No, we'll go into the turn about 130. It will come out about 90. The start of the race is about 70 miles an hour. We'll go with the pace boat. Huh, okay. That boat, because it's a cat, do you like choppy water? What type of water does that boat work best in? Our boat works best in rough water. It does work best in rough water. Yeah, our, yeah, yeah. our boat is a little heavier than everybody else's boat. And, um... When it's a little bit rough, you know, the 130 range rough, like three to four foot, we could pretty much dominate. The common the water, the worse off we are because our boat's a little heavier than everybody else's. Because of the added things you just be having the canopy, it's added a lot of extra weight to the boat. So that that makes us a little bit, um, you know, behind the eight ball in common work. Well, do you, I mean, do you have a choice there to, I mean, did you have the boat designed and built a little heavier? Or is yeah, that... well, we, we, we decided, at, you know, as a point of uh, safety, okay. that we're going to add, you know, 42 layers of carbon fiber on our canopy. So if the boat goes over at a high speed, you know, it's going to stay intact. So we're sacrificing a little bit of weight and top-end speed and calm water for mm. the safety and the fitness of our canopy. Okay. Now, have there been any rule changes since last year, since you guys raced? No, it's still, right now, it's still run with your brung. Um, the only rules we have are uh, safety rules. You know, the type of equipment you have to run, thickness of the canopy. But as far as the horsepower, the size of the boat, the style of the boat, you know, it's, it's anything goes. Do you like boat racing? I know you played around with cars a little bit, but in, in terms of boat racing, because we just had Nigel Hook on with, uh, Luke, with the Lucas Oil boat, the Silver Hook. <laughs> And we were talking a little bit about his boat, and he kind of kind of alluded to the same thing. Do you like the fact that boat racing is a little bit more pure racing? You have you have the latitude to kind of, like you said, run what you brung type deal. Yeah, I definitely like that because it, it promotes innovation in sport. Um, you're not pigeonholed into doing a certain thing. You are you're, you're allowed to um, you know have, have a lot of R&D and experiment with different things and, and different applications, different power packages. So. That's one of the things we do like about it. Okay. Now, if you had to sit there and make improvements within the race organization, and because there's a couple, there's two different ones out there. There's the Superboat National, right? And then what's the other one? Uh, the OPS. Okay. That's the 
Okay, and do is it is 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 are there similarities in the race organization, or are there pluses in one and minuses in the other one? Uh, which one? I mean, you seem to be spending more time with with the superboat organization. Do they tend to favor your style of boat and driving and race uh, preferences? Well, I, I'll tell you, the last five years, the um, OPA and the Superboat International are two biggest sanctioned bodies in all offshore racing. But they kind of morphed into a, they, they used to be the, the biggest competitors and, and trying to compete at every level. But the OPA has morphed into more of a northeastern and uh, midwestern sanctioned body. And the FBI has morphed into a more southeastern sanctioned body. So I don't think they compete as much as they did three or four years ago. I think they've all both found their niche. Um, the OPA is more of a uh, grassroots. Tip. I would say the OPA is more of a nationwide series, and FDI is more of a, um, a NASCAR type series. So they both they, they each found their own niche, and hopefully in the future um, they can actually get together and, and, and simultaneously do events because. They're really not competing anymore. They found their own niche, and each one is thriving in their own right. Is there a possibility? It sounds to me like, uh, and I'm not a sports guy. Chris, you can help me out. Is it like the NFL East and NFL West type thing? Is that kind of what you guys got going on? Yeah, the, 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 the competition is almost gone because, I guess, the guy is almost the race sites, and their venues are all exclusively southeast with a smattering in the Midwest, and the OPA is mostly northeast with smattering in the Midwest, so they really haven't stepped on each other's toes. I think they tried to go out of their way, both sanctuary bodies, to not put individual events on the same weekend as another sanctuary body. So, in the last three or four years, OPA has grown tremendously, SDI has grown tremendously, and, you know, hopefully in the future, the next few years, the two of them can get together and come to some sort of agreement that everybody gets together for a unified world championship. Yeah, that would be super. That'd be excellent. Yeah, yeah you guys race yeah. against them. Yeah, yeah. Let we, me. We race, we race OPA and SDI. Okay. Now, where, where's P1 fit into this? P1 is, uh, is, uh, is kind of, it's, it's its own little deal. Uh, really, has nothing to do with SDI or OPA. Okay. Um, it's, 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 it's like, if you're looking at NASCAR, if you're looking at Nationwide, uh, P1 would be more on the equivalent of, uh, you know, your, uh, your Le Mans type deal. Okay. They're, you know, they're big in their own right, but they're just, they're one type of deal that goes and does their thing. And, uh, you know, they've got their own little good going. And it, it's just, you know, it's great for what they do, but it just doesn't, it's just completely different than, than what we're doing in offshore racing. Okay, so, but P1 started in Europe primarily, right? And yeah, well, the, the outboard concept started in Europe because, you know, they, they tried to put a racing series together that was affordable and with outboards that were very uh, economical in terms of cost of power and cost of fuel. But, uh, you know, we're still, you know, America's all about big power and a lot of And P1, although, it's, you know, it's become very, very popular in Europe, in, uh, in the U.S., you know, I don't think the American fan was Okay. Let's talk about Geico for a second. Geico is basically isn't it owned by Berkshire Hathaway, uh, Warren Buffett. Yes, absolutely. Does he ever show up at any of the boat races? 
It doesn't show up the boat races, but we've had our boat at Berkshire Hathaway uh, convention, and, and, and uh, Warren has actually, you know, taken a picture in front of the boat. Really? Okay, cool. Did you get a chance to meet him then? I have not personally got a chance to meet him, but uh, a couple of my partners in the race team have. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, he's all about he's all about investing in companies that make people happy. Uh-huh. And uh, I think he's pretty happy with, with the Miss Geico Racing Team because around the country and we do our best to make fans happy. You know, he's into ice cream companies. He's into, he's, I mean, his investing, uh, his, his investment strategy is relatively simple. He's like, if it makes somebody smile, I'm going to invest in it. He's done pretty well with that. So, uh, you know, we're, we're just happy to be a part of it and uh, happy to be a part of a guy well, I know he's got a big interest in Coca-Cola. I'm surprised there's no Coca-Cola stickers on the back of your boat. Well, you know, he's got interest in just about everything. He's got furniture companies. He's got candy companies. He's got Birdshot Hathaway. It's just in both U.S. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, um, you know, we're, we're the Geico spokesperson in the boat world for them, and we do everything we can to promote that. And if they want to, you know, promote one of their other Sister companies will be born and happy to do it for. Now, Gary, hi, big shout out to Gary Goodell. He's your, uh, I guess, your PR guy, isn't he, for Geico, for the, the boat race yeah, team? He's, he's, he's one of our partners, and he's uh, our head of that month. Okay. Well, he was telling me, uh, and I should have you elaborate on it, but I guess they're doing a caveman boat commercial? Yeah, actually, uh, October 1st, 7th, they're, they're doing a national commercial up in Maryland, and they're going to feature our uh, Miss Geico. Uh, caveman cigarette boat in, in the commercial itself. Um, they're, they're filming it uh, next week and the week after Clearwater, and they're going to have uh, just Armist Geico cigarette and uh, some costume uh, boats and all different metal stuff. So they're going to bring the caveman back, right? Well, for the commercial, yes, the caveman will be back. Okay. I think I think the ABC sitcom featuring the caveman actually killed the caveman. Um, they got a little bit too big for their britches. But, uh, you know, we're still parts of the caveman. I actually look like the caveman still, so you now i got a little soft spot. Yeah, well, it's still on the, it's still on the, on the, on the 38 cigarette, isn't it, the caveman? Yeah, yeah, still the caveman. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, he just set up his own uh, Facebook site, Geico Caveman Boats out of town. Go check it out. Scott, did you ever watch that TV show? I did, and, um, yeah, it was a reason the caveman disappeared. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't have to say, you don't have to say much, but I had to ask. I, I saw a couple episodes, and I, I was... Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the commercials were great. Yeah. When they morphed into a TV show, it just wasn't It was pretty bad. And yeah, and didn't they try to do something with the Super Bowl, too? Or is, yeah. that when, is, that when the, is that when the commercial first broke, was during the Super Bowl? You know it, what? It, it had its run, and they figured, let's stick with the gecko. The gecko is timeless. Gecko has been the, the gecko has been. Uh, I mean, kids and people love the Geico gecko. Yeah, and, yeah. And and the, you know that's that is Geico's. That's their their um, meal well, ticket. Their, their, their meal ticket. And the caveman's come. The money man's come. The this. A lot of things have come. A lot of celebrities have come and gone. But you know, every time the gecko comes up, I hear from it. Thousand people. I saw the gecko doing this. I saw the gecko. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's it. Well, I know what I'm going to be for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a costume if you want to rent. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ship it on we up. Some fuel money for Clearwater. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do it. We can save 15% on shipping. I'm all in. <laughs> there you go. There you go.
Well, Scotty, we wish you the best of luck out there. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. One more thing. Gary mentioned something about that he might be doing a reality show. He said you could talk about that for a second. What, what's what's yeah. that? Well, we um, we did a partnership with um, Paul Senior from OCC. Uh, we struck a deal with them. I met him at the West Palm Beach Boat Show back in April. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, I kind of fell in love with his bike, and he was really interested in this guy go. And I'm like, you know what? I said, if you hang out with us, we might be able to sell you some motorcycles. And if we hang out with you, you might be able to get more Geico people buying insurance. So we struck a little deal, and they came um, and solidified the deal. We came up with an agreement. They came to Sarasota with a bunch of their motorcycles, did a poke around with the Geico caveman. So we've been partnering at a bunch of events. And now Gary is, uh, you know, he's almost 100% got a deal sealed where him and Paul Senior are doing some type of reality show, you know, that involves bikes and boats. Oh, really? I can't really, I can't really elaborate more than that because uh, if everything's not finalized yet, but uh, it's going to be, you know, pretty much following Geico Gary and Paul Senior in their, in their foray into uh, bikes and, and boats. And it should be really interesting, you know, for all things sold. Well, that sounds good. Well, Scotty, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I look forward to seeing you Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, probably, as usual, I'll probably get a chance to ride with Gary out in the offshore boat. But Friday night, we'll probably hang out on the Miss Geico uh, tossing beads like we did last year. Yeah, yeah. We got the parade going on, and we got the downtown block party afterwards. So, uh, you know, everybody come on out, say hello. And you guys, you're welcome to ride in the boat, throw out beads, and, and uh, you know, bring a bunch of people. All right. Sounds good. Well, Scotty, you take care, and we'll see you. And best of luck to you during the races. Thank you. We'll see you this weekend, and uh, thank you guys for the water. You guys put on a great event. Look forward to it. All right. Take care. All right. All right. Scotty Begovich, throttle man for Miss Geico. That is one bad boat. Oh, no. Let me guess. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh. We're just about out of time. Hey, listeners, I want to tell everybody to uh, keep tuning into our show. We want to hear the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. What do we got? We got a minute left? Oh, geez. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, don't forget this weekend. I mean, Super Bowl races, there's a lot of stuff going on. Friday night, okay? Just so you know, Baystar Village, which is downtown by the old Moz Brothers, okay? They're going to have the, if you get lucky enough to get VIP passes, okay, that gets you into the dinner thing. Then also, they're going to have, uh, they're going to play the movie Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn and uh, Kurt Russell. That's going to be at the... Today, Junior. Today? What's the name of it? The Capitol Theater. Man, I tell you what, I am just... Wake up, Robert. Okay, and then, of course, Saturday, they're going to have Test and Tune down there. All the votes will be going back and forth. Friday night is the big party at Shepherds. Whether you got VIP passes or not, don't forget that. The races are Saturday, okay? Everybody's going to be hanging out either at the Hilton or at the Aqualea, but you can see everything as clear as day right on the beach, unless you got a buddy has got a boat. Hey, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure to check out our show every Tuesday night. Tell your friends the most legendary, fascinating names in motorsports right here, right? Tuesdays? Okay. And uh, don't forget Superboat Races this weekend. Check out Gulfstream Motorsports. Check out my Facebook page. In the meantime, I want everybody to stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. And we will see you at the races this weekend. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you're singing to his team. Downtown Day. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDTF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen.